The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madea, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Hi, it's Dr. Shirley. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Fab, a segment of the Forever Fab podcast where I review products, ideas, and services in 15 minutes or less. If you don't have time to tune into my full-length podcast, then check out 15 Minutes of Fab. Now, while the full-length podcast is dedicated to fashion, wellness, and beauty, 15 Minutes of Fab focuses on wellness, beauty, and plastic surgery topics. So some have considered it truth and beauty, plastic surgery secrets, or as a nerdy or academic take on beauty. Consider it what you may. My aim is to engage you as a credible and authoritative voice in most, if not all, aspects of beauty and wellness, including products, wellness services, beauty technologies, and techniques and innovations in plastic surgery. As the founder of the Holistic Plastic Surgery Philosophy, my approach to beauty is through a lens of wellness grounded in science, backed by medical study and research, and with the incorporation of principles and techniques of plastic surgery. I do feel uniquely qualified to talk with you about these things, about beauty, wellness, aesthetics, plastic surgery, beauty products, um, wellness services, not only because of my extensive training and my research, but also because I'm one of you. (laughs) Many of the issues of aging and trying to be a fierce, fabulous woman in these times, I experience as well. So you're not alone. I speak not only from, yes, a professional background, but also personally. So that being said, let's get started. Today, we are talking about essential oils and how to use them. I love essential oils, like for everything. (laughs) If there's ever an issue, a problem, you know, physical one, at least actually, no, psychological, emotional, (laughs) in addition to, you know, like standard therapy, I am always trying to figure out whether or not there's an essential oil I could use to help fix it. So call me obsessed, but it's true. And it seems recently that essential oils are being touted as like the new it wellness elixir because they're everywhere and they've probably always been everywhere, but we seem to be paying a lot more attention to them now. So how do you determine which one is right for you, if any of them? And do do you apply them topically? Do you you, you swallow them? Like, what do you do with them? There are almost as many essential oils out there as there are skincare products. 
and we know there are a lot of skincare products on the shelves. So how do you figure all this stuff out? Well, essential oils are here to stay because they've been here for centuries. And this very brief primer will give you some basic information that you can use to figure out if one or many of them should be in your life. Essential oils are the concentrated essences of trees and plants, right? So they're natural. They come from trees and plants, but they're concentrated. They are aromatic, so they smell good. Or to some people, maybe they don't smell good, but they are associated with an aroma, hence aromatherapy. And they also represent complex compounds. So yes, they're natural and they come from trees and plants, but some of their like, chemical structures are pretty complex, like serious. Like there was, there was an intention there, right? They are extracted, as I mentioned, from plants, but also from flowers. I mentioned tree resin, nuts, roots, etc. And they contain ingredients that may have a number of effects on the body. Actually, there are some medications, heart medications, blood pressure medications, other medications that are derived from plants, but they're pharmaceutical grade and we don't call them and, uh, and they're not associated with aroma. So we don't call them aromatherapy. And because they're not oily, we don't call them essential oils, but essentially some of those products were essentially derived. So from nature, there you have it. Now, significantly, many essential oils may have medicinal effects and that may serve to heal, but if you're not careful, they can also harm. So it is important to choose them wisely. Now, this is a disclaimer. I'm going to talk to you about the basics. I am certainly not an expert in essential oils or herbalism or botanicals yet that is on my to-do list <laughs> get another degree dr shirley why not in my spare time at midnight or one in the morning yeah yeah do that okay so anyway this is a disclaimer what you hear may or may not be applicable to you and i urge you to do your research and get more information before you try this stuff okay there it is. So using essential oils requires some, some authentic curiosity. I mean, I, I wouldn't suggest that you just be really casual and random about it, but really be intentional about using it. It also, you know, requires some study, patience, because if you are looking for a certain effect, it is, you know, an herbal, it's a botanical, it's naturally derived. You will not necessarily get immediate, immediate effects unless using the essential oil is problematic for you, in which case you'll get an immediate, you know, effect, you know, redness, irritation, burning. That's, that's when your body doesn't like something, it lets you know, for the most part, immediately. And um, so it requires using essential oils, requires patience and clearly an ongoing learning practice. While these oils may have therapeutic effects for some, as I mentioned earlier, they may not be helpful for others and they will certainly not be a quick fix for any issue or problem. And some may even be harmful. 
I don't think I can say it enough. Some of them can even be harmful and cause skin irritation, burns, excess inflammation, and allergic reactions. So please, please, please be careful. I'll tell you a story, actually. Um, I cannot mention any names. I, uh, a few years ago, I think I performed a facelift on a patient and um, she happened, you know, to work in an industry where she had knowledge about certain ingredients. Um, she was also a smoker and some plastic surgeons don't operate on smokers. I do, but only if the smoking patient quits smoking for a minimum of six to eight weeks before surgery. Now, I have no real way of proving whether or not that has happened. You know, you can, I guess, perform a, you know, a nicotine blood level, but depending on the patient's metabolism, who knows if that blood level, you know, corresponds to having quit six weeks ago or six days ago, I'm not sure. So it's, it's not an exact science, but anyway, um, she, told me that she had quit smoking, <laughs> but obviously post-operative issues obviously showed me that she had not quit smoking. So we proceed to surgery. I, of course, under the assumption that she quit smoking. Operation went smoothly. Everything looked fantastic. No complications during surgery whatsoever. First day after surgery, second day after surgery, everything copacetic, fantastic, uncomplicated, beautiful. Now, when I saw her uh, the first time after surgery, again, everything looked well, but there was one area along, you know, the upper part of the facial incision that just was a little redder, longer than I would have anticipated. So we did all the usual things, make sure she didn't have an infection, et cetera. She did not. There was, you know, no pus, no nothing. So relatively normal. I, of course, wanted to see her more often. So when I saw her the following or so days later, um, the wound, the area that was sort of a little bit red the week before was now open. And this is a nightmare for any surgeon, but especially for a plastic surgeon. I mean, this is my work, but more importantly, this is now a complication that I have to help the patient negotiate and manage. So as it turns out, um, the smoking was an issue because smoking is a constrictor of blood vessels and tightening or narrowing of those blood vessels prevents adequate oxygen, nutrients, minerals, immune cells from getting to a place of wounding, i.e. facial incision. And so that part, thank goodness it was a small part, did not heal well, secondary to the smoking. Everything else, thank goodness, looked fine. On top of that, getting back to the subject of this 15 minutes of fab, because she had some knowledge of essential oils, she decided to apply tea tree oil, which is an antibacterial, antifungal, antiseptic. She decided to apply tea tree oil, not only on the area that was not healing well, but in it. And that was a double whammy. So when she told me she did that, of course, I strongly advise her to no longer do that because the tea tree oil being an antiseptic and an antibacterial and 
antifungal, not only was unnecessary because her wound was not an infected wound, but it was also damaging because the essential oil directly into the tissues deep within the surface of the skin were traumatizing those tissues and causing toxicity. So fast forward, we do what we do as plastic surgeons and we manage the wound and did wound care and blissfully and thankfully the wound healed well, uh, but it definitely required some extra, extra work. And thankfully she was happy and she looked fabulous, but we didn't need that extra drama. So that's that story. And that hopefully gives you some idea as to how some essential oils, if not used properly in the right places and the right amounts, can be toxic. So for those of you who wish to learn more, I do encourage you to engage either in a course or um, read more about essential oils and how to use them. One of my favorite and more definitive books on the subject is called The Complete Book of Essential Oils, and that's by Valerie Ann Warwood. Okay, so now. If you do want to begin to incorporate essential oils into your wellness routine, I am about to list for you at least what I perceive as the top 10 of the more common oils used for beauty and glowing skin. Now, when I say oils and I'm referring to essential oils, I'm truly meaning the essential oils that have been added to and therefore diluted to a carrier oil. Now, a carrier oil tends to be uh, more inert and not as um, active, so to speak, as the essential oil, and it dilutes the high concentration of the essential oil to reduce potential complications from using a pure essential oil, which essentially you should not do. So, if you want to dig deeper through additional sources to determine how best to apply these oils into your skincare routine and your life overall, again, please do your research and some reading. Um, the other thing you could do is that if you'd like some help in choosing what oils um, and beauty products are optimal for your skincare needs, then you could actually meet me for a beauty aisle tutorial. And what that means is that I meet you within a certain distance, of course. I meet you at your favorite drugstore or beauty store, and we'll just kind of spend, you know, 45 minutes or so going down your favorite beauty aisles and discussing what you should or should not incorporate into your skincare. Isn't that cool? I love that idea. I think it's great. So if you're interested in signing up for a beauty aisle tutorial, go to elementsandgraces.com and check me out there. Okay, top 10. So another version of a fat five times two. Top 10 of the more common oils that when used appropriately can help you improve your skin. Chamomile. Chamomile helps to calm sensitive skin and helps to reduce inflammation on the skin and may, may help improve the milder symptoms of rosacea. Clary Sage. Clary Sage helps to reduce puffiness, helps to regulate both oily and dry skin. Number three, frankincense, one of my favorites. Frankincense helps to improve elasticity and has been incorporated, right? This essential oil has been incorporated 
into formulations for anti-aging. Now, all essential oils basically should be incorporated into other carrier oils or into other ingredients and formulations, again, to help reduce any adverse effects from them. Okay, a fourth one, geranium. My new favorite geranium essential oil helps to balance facial oil production. I used to have super duper oily skin as a youngster. And now with increased age, it's not so oily anymore. But I still use it every once in a while, not only to help balance oil production on my face, but I must admit, I do slather it on, (laughs) of course, in a carrier oil. In the evenings on my um, chest and upper arms so that I can smell it as aromatherapy to help me sleep better at night. It's fantastic geranium. Next, lavender. And that helps to heal skin irritations and as a sort of psycho-emotional effect, using lavender in a diffuser, for example, helps to lift your mood, sort of like a natural antidepressant. Lemongrass may be used as a toner and it also helps to reduce large pores. Oh boy, it's been over a year and a half since I've had a professional facial and my pores are shouting at me. But with a little bit of lemongrass, of course, diluted in my carrier oil of choice, um, my pores have quieted down a bit, but I still need a serious facial. Okay, neroli is for mature skin types, and neroli can be used also as a toner and to help tighten those pores and help sort of firm up the skin. Sandalwood, another one of my favorites, helps to prevent acne and has antiseptic, exfoliating, and antibacterial qualities. Um, Sandalwood, applied appropriately, of course, can help to soothe sunburn. And over time, again, used appropriately in the right amounts and carefully can help to lighten a little bit, lighten the skin. Tea tree, as per my previous story, Tea tree has antibacterial and antifungal properties, and it's also beneficial for acne-prone skin. Please do not use it directly on or into a wound. Thank you. And finally, Ylang Lang, I love saying that, has anti-aging properties and also um, improves skin tone and may also help in those who are prone to forming acne as a young adult or even as a grown adult. As important as choosing the appropriate or the right or the best oil for your individual needs, as important as that is the source of those oils. You should also choose quality essential oils from reputable companies that source ethically, purely, and sustainably. You may want to also consider these factors, the cost. High quality oils will not be cheap. I have definitely spent 40 plus dollars on one tiny little bottle of essential oil. But if you want the good stuff, you're going to have to pay for it. 
at least when it comes for, comes to essential oils. The other thing you'd want to consider is purity. Now, since there's no official or standardized definition of purity or of organic or natural or clean when it comes to essential oils and frankly, when it comes to skincare products as a whole, choosing a good quality oil may be challenging. But again, purchasing from an honest retailer that does not adulterate their oils is your best option. Because not only can the essential oils in and of themselves be irritating or harmful, but messing with the formulation and adding, I don't know, stuff, preservatives, this, that, the other, more aroma, uh, who knows, alcohol, I mean, all that extra stuff. You just don't need it. And that combination may cause drama, more drama to your skin, and you don't need that. Your skin is a warrior. Like it protects you from the environment, but don't keep beating it up. All right. Now, if you're interested in at least a partial list of independent suppliers of essential oils for you to research, then contact me at foreverfabpodcast.com and I'll send you some info. Okay. That's premium. That's actually premium content. If you want the premium stuff, like the, you know, extra special sizzle, secret sauce, then why don't you become a member? And you can choose tiers of membership on Patreon. You can choose from gold, platinum, or diamond. So check it out, patreon.com slash foreverfab, and get your resources. So this concludes 15 Minutes of Fab. The primer on essential oils. As always, if you like this episode of the Forever Fab podcast, please share it and subscribe to the feed and listen to past episodes or check out who's coming up next on foreverfabpodcast.com. If you enjoy listening to the Forever Fab podcast and you want more, you want those secret resources I told you about, <laughs> get more audio and even visuals with a membership through Patreon. Choose the gold, platinum, or diamond tier for premium added content, special co-host, lifestyle videos with moi, branded merchandise, and private access to my clubhouse. Visit patreon.com slash foreverfab and get more fab. Now, for holistic beauty tips or to set up an appointment with me to discuss your personalized options for leveling up your beauty, go to elementsandgraces.com and sign up for my newsletter, sign up for a beauty aisle tutorial, or just contact me using the contact form. For an online e-consultation that's not virtual, it's on time, anytime, and on your time, visit clickliff.com for your wellness, plastic surgery, and beauty questions on the go. Now, I created clicklift.com because I had patients who were traveling across country in another city to another part of the world, whatever, and they had questions, but they were in different time zones. So it was a little difficult to connect with me and match up time zones. So I thought, hmm, how can I be of service? So I created clicklift.com so that I can answer my patients' questions on the go. You can upload videos, you can upload photos and show me what your concerns are. And I, of course, will put all of my energy and effort and heart into responding within an appropriate amount of time. 
clicklift.com. Now, if you don't want to go anywhere or leave your home for your beauty maintenance, whether it's Botox or vitamin infusions or chemical peels, whatever, look out for Jet Set Beauty RX. That's offering mobile aesthetic medical services such as injectable fillers and multivitamin facial treatments and hair growth stimulating treatments. Ooh, Jet Set Beauty RX is coming to a neighborhood near you soon. Check out jetsetbeautyrx.com for the launch. Thank you for listening to this week's Forever Fab podcast episode of 15 Minutes of Fab. Until next time, as always, stay beautiful inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.